0: Ooh! What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb.
1: I'm Arielle Edwards. We get
0: Nerdy Nightly. And
1: we thought we'd share it with you.
0: (laughs) That is right. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Nightly Morning Show, this time a Friday edition which means I mm-hmm. got my Star Wars shirt on because there was an episode of Das Mandalorian. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we, for those of you who don't know, we get up early on Fridays before the show mm-hmm. and uh, watch the newest episode of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, yeah, it was pretty great today. Not gonna lie. It was a
0: solid episode. Yeah. There was, there was some like really, really good action. We're not... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, We don't I spoil. We have some new people in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do record the show live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where you can join us Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time mm-hmm. if you would like to watch along, be in the chat, mm-hmm. conversate with us. But uh, I do see some new names in the chat, so I do want to say we will not be spoiling anything about the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just, just some general thoughts, uh, like every Friday. Yeah. Um, this, one was a, this was a solid episode. It was definitely shorter.
1: Yeah, but like, I, and, and I, I feel like I keep saying this about The Mandalorian, but it is as long as it needs to be, you mm-hmm. know, which is the nice thing. They don't have to fluff it up to make it 45, 50 minutes, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It just, it, it's the amount of time that it needs to be to tell this part of the story. Um, and this one was really exciting.
0: Yeah, I really appreciated the brevity of it yeah. um, because it was basically just a giant action sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, it it never felt like it was going on too long it never yeah. felt like there were too many beats yeah. it kind of had a, a really nice wave you know sometimes when you look at like five act structure of storytelling mm-hmm. you can see like the waves of it and the ups and downs yeah. and the, the 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 trajectory of the emotional arc of the episode was really really strong yes um, and I really enjoyed that um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the way that the characters interacted mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I'm, I'm I, it set up the re- this was the episode that kind of set up what the last two episodes of the season are going to be. Oh, for
1: sure. And they were really... They did a great job of building that tension.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. through the whole episode. You're like, oh, oh dear. Like, you just kind of like yeah. had an inclination of what was coming and you're like, oh, this is where we go Okay. Mm-hmm. And also
0: built up what the next... Like, what the trajectory of Mando and the child's relationship is. Yeah. There was a really... Like, the emotional um arc of this episode really begins right at the top. Yeah. In that first scene. Mm-hmm. And it just... um it I, I feel like this show, at times, doesn't really have stakes to mm-hmm. it. The, the, it. It's kind of a fun Star Wars show. Yeah. Um And the stakes don't seem very high. Mm-hmm. This episode was like, okay... We've set up who everybody is. Yeah. We had some low stakes so that you knew what was going on in the world. And now that we know who everyone is, mm-hmm. boom, stakes, 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 stakes on stakes on stakes. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God.
1: Like, oh my God.
0: Like I was literally, cause we watched it in bed. Cause we have a, we, yeah, we were watching in bed and yeah. I was literally like, I stopped being able to move at one point. I was just like trying to, the last like 10 minutes, this whole episode, I was we're literally like. like
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like
0: vibrating. Literally vibrating. Yeah, it was Um, so good. Yeah, I'm really, really, really happy. Mm -hmm. uh, Really happy with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. I I can't get into it without spoiling, uh, Mm -hmm. but I just, I do have some questions about certain like plot points and how things worked and, um, you know, that's something that maybe we'll discuss. Like, once everybody's seen all of season two, after it's yeah, all maybe out. we'll
0: do like a maybe we'll maybe we'll set up a spoiler stream where we'll do like an hour of spoiler talk with the chat for everyone who wants to, yeah, give to Joe because we know Joe isn't going to watch it until it's all out, yeah. So, maybe like a week after the Friday after it's all out, we'll do a bonus hour of the morning show that's just Mandalorian spoilers,
1: yeah, yeah, we could totally do that. Because I think you know, I think there's a lot to to talk about, but I I obviously don't want to ruin the experience for mm-hmm. anybody, so Absolutely. that's why we don't do spoilers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. How are you doing? Non non nerd stuff. Before we get into the nerd news, how are you doing? Uh,
1: I'm good.
0: I ask you that almost every day. Why are you so surprised?
1: I don't know. But like we live together. Like I feel like you. I
0: I'm I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for you.
1: Oh, guys, I'm great. <laughs>
0: I don't care how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: like, why, why, <laughs> I'm good. I'm
0: trying to start a conversation. <laughs>
1: you nailed it, babe. You, you, you nailed it. I'm doing okay. Um. Honestly,
0: I um, I am, this week has been a really, this is a long week for me. Mm-hmm. My brain is, I we're not streaming, neither of us are streaming for the rest of the day. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to like.
1: Yeah, we are... edit some
0: video, but other than that, like it's a, I need a day off.
1: Yeah, we are taking <laughs> the day off. <laughs>
0: um, mm. It
1: has been a long week. Yeah. Um, we've we the the exciting part is that we do have a lot of content coming for you guys. In, yeah. On on YouTube, yeah. so keep an eye out on that. Keep an eye on that for the next few weeks. Um, we're gonna mm-hmm. have our Twitch clips. We've got a Subnautica video. We've got an unboxing video. Um, we should also probably do the uh second part of our Oculus review.
0: Yeah, that needs to go up.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, we got we got spoilers some for stuff. that. Steph.
0: We don't play it that often.
1: <laughs> yeah, spoilers.
0: We were like we're going to do another review in like 2 weeks once we've played a bunch of Oculus games. And the truth is like finding time to throw on the VR set and play it VR is not easy.
1: Yeah, although I I'm not going to lie. I want to get really good at Beat Saber. She's <laughs> like like, well, cause like I always like wanted to really get a DDR and like I was a like, pretty good at DDR, but I was never like
0: Were you crazy. were you good enough that you could do the thing where you would like put your hand on the thing behind you? And, like, support yourself while you just moved your feet.
1: Yeah, but the problem oh, is you can only practice that when you were like, at the arcade. So, like, at home, mm. I didn't have anything behind me. I just had, like, the Wii mat or whatever it was, you know? Right, um, right, So I could only, like, do stuff like that when I, when we went to the theaters because uh, they had one. If, remember the Chinook?
0: I do remember the Chinook. Yeah,
1: we, we would go to, like, the Chinook movie theater and they had one there and that was kind of really the only
0: mm-hmm.
1: place that i got to use it but i just I, I don't know beat saber seemed like the same thing i just want to be like really good at it
0: <laughs> i was always i hated ddr really yeah i would do like two rounds and then i'd be like all right i'm done and oh. then i would go do something else like i didn't hate it i just people would be like let's play ddr for like six hours and i'm like we're in public and i'm gonna get sweaty and then like i that's not, that's not gonna be comfy like i'm not gonna feel good i didn't wear sweatpants to the mall i mean like jeans like, I don't want to... The last thing I want to do is, like, sweat through my denim. Ew. You know? No, but, like, that's... that's. I was, like, you know... DDR at home yeah. was more fun because I could wear, like, basketball shorts. And I'd
1: like... No, totally. It's... It, I've been... I, like, have been to the arcade in Toronto a few times over the years that I've been here. And, um... The really unfortunate thing is that I'm always, like, I want to go play DDR. But it's never, like, the DDR official one. It's now in the corners instead. And my brain can't handle it. No, I can't. So instead of like up, down, side, side, it's like corner, 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 corner. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. Oh, and like there's a center button as well. It's, yeah, I don't like it. Bring back old DDR.
0: Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. Should we get into the nerd news? Absolutely. Y'all, um... Warner Brothers made an announcement yesterday that has people on two sides of a big ol' fence. And on one side are consumers and on the other side are movie theaters and warner brothers has said you two do not get to be friends anymore because warner brothers has essentially put a giant paywall between consumers and movie theaters and i'm gonna explain what i mean by that The, the warner brothers made an announcement yesterday that all 17 of their 2021 releases some of the biggest movies of next year we're talking uh dune we're talking The Suicide Squad um, and 15 others, uh, will be dropping on HBO Max on the same day that they drop in movie theaters. They are going to then play on HBO Max and movie theaters for a month. Then they are going to be pulled off of HBO Max. uh, And then they are going to be only in movie theaters for... uh, a certain window Mm -hmm. uh, until they are allowed to do premium video on demand, which is the rental service. Mm -hmm. And then they'll come out on DVDs. And then I'm assuming like six months after they come out, they'll be back on HBO max. And so next year for $15 a month, you will be able to see every single Warner brothers movie the day that it comes out. And I am not going to lie to you. That's exciting for people who don't like to go to movie theaters. This is a tragedy for movie theaters, though. Yeah. Like, this is really, really bad um, for a, uh, for an industry that is already having such a difficult time this year. Yeah. And it is quite shocking to me, um, particularly because Warner Brothers pushed movie theaters to open mm-hmm. back in August. They were like, look, we have Tenet. If you open, the, the, if you build it, they will come. You know what I mean? If you open yeah. and we put Tenet in theaters, people are going to show up. And so all of these movie theaters, and, and they also were like, and then Wonder Woman is like two weeks later. You open your movie theaters. You're going to have Tenet and you're going to have Wonder Woman and we're going to save your summer, right? We're going to save you from all these losses. Yeah. And so they opened because Warner Brothers like was like good faith agreement. We're a team. Let's make this happen. Let's make some money. Mm-hmm. And so they opened at a loss. And Tenet didn't make any money. Mm-hmm. And Warner Brothers pushed Wonder Woman back to December f- 25th. And so movie theaters lost a lot of money because Warner Brothers said that they were going to help them out and did not. Yep. Let's just be very clear about it. Like Warner Brothers said that you were going to get Tenet and Wonder Woman and then they gave them Tenet and they did not give them Wonder Woman and Tenet made $22 million, which just is nothing. Yeah. that that's a, that's a Gerard Butler flick in another year. And no movie theater staying open because of a Gerard Butler flick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something in that Gerard Butler. I love Geostorm as much as everyone else who listens to How Did This Get Made. But Warner Brothers put the movie theaters in this position by pushing them to open. And now is turning around and... I'm, I'm sorry, but like they are stabbing them in the back here. That that This is... Th- there's no other way to put this.
1: Yeah. This is very bad news.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I know a lot of people are excited and like... Cool, sure, um. But long term, this this is really going to be the god detrimental to uh, movie theaters, um, mm-hmm. because they are not going to be able to make the money that they once did to be able to stay open. And you know, before all this happened, I was like, movie theaters will be fine. You know, I I was convinced movie theaters will be fine. Mm-hmm. People want to see movies. You know, it's it's gonna happen, and.
0: Because Wonder Brothers is saying this is a one-year thing. But if this goes well, there's no way that... You, here's the thing. You can't put the lid back on Pandora's box. And this has been the movie theater chain's argument for years. Why they've been fighting so hard to keep the um, to keep the theatrical release windows long. Yeah. And stop movies from going to streaming early on. Mm-hmm. Is because of the... They, they know that you can't put the lid back on the box. Yeah. And... The only hope that is kind of left here is that at some point next year, the vaccine is going to be fully out. Movie theaters are going to be given the okay to open back up to 100%, and every single movie theater chain turns their back on window, uh, Warner Brothers and says, We are not showing your movies. Good luck. Have fun with HBO Max. Because if they do that, HB, uh, Warner Brothers will lose a. Crap ton of money. I'm sorry, but HBO Max is not going to make enough money to justify the expense of every one of these $200 million films. Well, and especially
1: because it's only available in America.
0: Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, saying like if Cine, if Cineworld says we're not showing your movies in the UK, we're not showing your movies in Regals in the United States until you pull them off HBO Max, mm-hmm. there, there's a chance that the movie theaters are going to be able to strong arm themselves back into a good position here. But that isn't going to happen until the vaccine is out. Until yeah. then, Warner Brothers can do this because what are movies going to say?
1: <clears throat> yeah, they have to hold out until yeah. then.
0: Movie theaters can't make money right now. And so Warner Brothers is taking advantage of that situation and put making a business decision that is going to hurt movie theaters. Yeah. And 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 it, it just is, and it's it's for I don't know who who gains here other than stockholders, and I guess that's all they care about. But like I don't think that this helps the movie experience. Long term, they're not going to have as much money to make movies with. Yeah. Like they they they're, they're short sighted in that they're cutting off their look. I, I'm going to be very honest with you. In cinema tickets are the majority of a movie's box office profits. Totally. You are not making money off streaming. Streaming doesn't make money the way that... This is the same thing that happened to music when Napster destroyed the music industry and iTunes brought it back with the 99 cent model. And then iTunes got destroyed by the streaming model. Is that you watch the degradation of the income of the people who make your art. And... Um, musicians watch their incomes slowly dwindle as the industry went to hey you can have all this music for free and the people who create it don't don't worry about them they'll tour year-round just to pay their bills yeah the same thing is gonna happen to movies now there is your the the the, the death of the movie theater brings about the death of independent cinema and you're not gonna be able to see movies that don't cost 150 million dollars you're every movie under like 10 million dollars gone
1: yeah yeah, it's gonna we're gonna end up having like you know we we kind of brought this up before but like you're gonna end up having your um HBO movie theater your Amazon movie theater
0: well that's illegal still still that would you you, right you now, you'd have to change the law for that
1: but. yeah but I mean they're already like like they're already trying to wear that down yeah
0: know? but why but here's my question why would you go to the HBO movie theater if you have it at home Well, if you don't
1: have it at home.
0: But you will, because HBO Max, all the movies are going to be on HBO Max.
1: Yeah, I guess. It's just like...
0: HBO Max currently is is cheaper than a single movie ticket. A month of HBO Max Max is cheaper than a movie ticket in New York City.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. If HBO comes out with, like, 15 movies in the year, and, like, two of them I want to see, I'm not going to sign up for HBO Max.
0: Well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, But I think that you're in the minority in that. I think that the majority of households will probably have this service so that they can watch the Wonder Woman and they can watch the kids movie and they can watch the, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to process, honestly. It's, I, it's been a day and I'm still trying to process because I don't know, I don't know where we go from here. I don't know what the movie theaters are going to do. They are going to hit back hard.
1: I Um, honestly, I hope that they do what you're saying and they say, we're not going to show your movies. Yeah. I hope that I hope that they ha- are able to do that. Yeah, you know who knows what things are going to look like in a year, but I really hope that they have that choice and that they say no. Like you screwed us; we are not mm-hmm. going to help you.
0: I also think that Warner Brothers has put themselves in an interesting legal position as far as their actors are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of actors in the industry who are big enough names that when they sign a deal for a movie, they get a cut yeah, of the box
1: office, office sales
0: and. <laughs> Warner Brothers may have just shot themselves in the foot with a lot of those contracts. Because if I was an actor who was promised 5% of the box office and the studio turned around and said, Oh, yeah, but we're doing this like modified release and you won't see a cut of the HBO Max views no. on opening night, Mm-mm. I would be like, I'm, I, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Are you saying that you are literally taking money out of my pocket? Yeah. Are you screwing me over that hard? And I'm, gonna be honest there will be lawsuits about this that and maybe not maybe warner brothers is willing to pay people off before it gets to a lawsuit stage but there is That's no a lot of money though there is no way in which the unions are going to sit back and let this happen
1: yeah no this is going to be nasty um because even if even if hbo was like well, Warner Brothers is like, we'll pay you, uh, we'll pay you this much to make up for that portion of the contract or whatever. It's still like, like a lot of actors are going to be like, no, because now I have a set number instead of that like potential.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's su- such a different thing. And yeah. like Warner Brothers is not going to want to pay that price tag.
0: Well and the, like there are there are directors who put in their contracts that like my movie has to be released in cinemas and Warner Brothers is getting around that by doing this dual release yeah. but if the movie theaters say we're not going to show your movie and then the movie what? doesn't open wide in cinemas were not like because here's the problem Warner Brothers didn't consult the movie theater companies first they just announced this and yeah. AMC didn't know Regal didn't know yeah. um Cine- Cineworld did not know and so there is a real chance here that you cannot, without those companies, you can't open a movie theater or you can't open a movie wide, meaning that it won't be in over 1,500 theaters. Yeah. You cannot. Literally won't be able to satisfy the contracts with some of these directors, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of them that ends up being a sticking point next year is Dune. I wouldn't be surprised Dune, if Denis Villeneuve, yeah. uh, an incredible director, yeah, uh, truly, and and like Dune is a movie that I have to freaking see in theaters. I don't yeah. want to watch it at home. I
1: don't want to watch it at home.
0: I never, I like, never want my first viewing of a Denis Villeneuve movie to be a home viewing. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was one of those directors who has that kind of clause in his contract because he believes in the theatrical experience. Yeah. And I don't know how much you have to pay him off to get away with that.
1: I don't know.
0: Um, any idea, uh, Dark Dispatch in the chat asks, any idea how this will affect foreign film production? Will this mainly hurt Hollywood or will it be universal? Um, huh. I, you know what? I I don't know at this point, right? Because to, to be honest, foreign films don't typically make a lot of money in the United States. And at this point with HBO Max, you know what, Dark Dispatch, it really depends on what happens with other companies. If other studios are willing to hold off on this and are willing to stand by the theaters and not um, screw them over the way that Warner Brothers is trying to, Mm -hmm. I I don't think you're going to see that international impact until HBO Max rolls out worldwide, because for now... HBO or uh, Warner Brothers is still going to be putting out all of its films regularly in the rest of the world. It's only in the United States where they'll have this joint model. Um, but if Disney or universal or these other companies were willing to do the same thing, um, and I, I, they might be, you know, um, Disney has Disney plus. There's no reason for them to not, you know, yeah. put out a premium Disney plus model where you pay more, like, you know, instead of six 99, it's nine ninety nine a month. And for the additional $3, you get new movies. um, yeah, and so I, for for now, I don't think it's going to affect uh, international production of foreign films just because they're not really a part of this model. But long term, I think it will eventually get to them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be one of those like trickle down effects. Like it's yeah. going to spread. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a scary thought.
0: But here, you know what? You know what's also really interesting about this: the United States just lost its place as the number one box office in the world. Oh wow! To China. Uh, in the last year Uh, china is now the biggest box office for movies in the world Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: the united states will never again take that slot now you will never see movie theaters in the united states be able to compete with china now because of this
1: yeah yeah you're just it's just not gonna happen
0: yeah and and you you know what else you're gonna see it provided they don't put these movies on like a chinese streaming service you're going to start seeing Warner Brothers movies cater to Chinese audiences even more than they already do, because that's going to be the only place they can actually make money. Because yeah. <laughs> here's the problem with streaming services. There is a cap on how many people will sign up. There, yeah. is, a, there is a literal maximum number of people for a streaming service.
1: Yeah. Whereas like a movie, like, uh, okay, when I went and saw um, Doctor Strange, um, I literally went back and bought a ticket for the next day to see it again. I, loved it I saw mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame
0: twice on opening day and then every Friday for a month. I went back every Friday morning before my production of Flamanti and I would watch it, uh, Endgame again. Yes. I saw The Force Awakens nine times in theaters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not, like, yeah. <laughs> I spent north Uh, I think I spent almost $200 seeing The Force Awakens in theaters.
1: Don't you like, don't you have that movie pass though?
0: Not back then, no. Oh, okay. No. Um, I literally spent... I spent so much money going to see and honestly that movie pass, the studios actually make the same amount per ticket. That's why movie pass was such a mess. But oh, wow. I spent hun- I spend hundreds of dollars a year going to see movies. I spend infinitely more going to see movies. If if they're free in my house, I'm not gonna spend that. No. And like I, I just from an economic model, I don't understand what Warner Brothers is thinking. I don't get it. I don't yeah. get long term how they think they're going to make money at this.
1: It looks like they kind of... It seems like they kind of almost have tunnel vision right now. And it's HBO Max. We need to make HBO Max works. This is how we're going to make money. Streaming service. Like, it just seems like they are so focused on this one thing that they can't really see the bigger picture.
0: Well, and here's the thing. Like, all the insiders who are talking about Wonder Woman are like, Oh, yeah, they're opening Wonder Woman at a loss in order to get interest in HBO Max. They're spending millions and millions of dollars on Justice League to get interest in HBO Max.
1: Yeah.
0: It better work. Yeah. Here's the other thing. <laughs>
1: They're <were> screwed.
0: <laughs> it better work. If people don't sign up for HBO Max, this will be the dumbest thing they've ever done.
1: <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if Warner Brothers goes down?
0: No. No, they won't. They're still making money off Harry Potter. They're going to be fine forever. I know. I know. Some, some people still buy Harry Potter stuff.
1: That is true. It, it just... Wanna, like... I just want to, like, talk to them about it. You know what I mean? I just want to... I just want to be like, why? Because also, like, them...
0: Because they think... And and here's what it is. They think that even after the vaccine comes out... I guarantee this is it. They think that even after the vaccine comes out, that movie theaters will still be restricted to, like, 50% capacity through probably Christmas. And they're saying there's no... It was the same thing I was saying when Tenet was coming out on the podcast before it was the morning show. When I was saying that Tenant just cannot make money based on how many seats you can sell and so i think that they're thinking that's going to continue to be a problem for the for the for at least 10 months and they need to make some money Mm -hmm. the problem is hbo max won't hbo max will not provide the kind of cash flow that will bolster these films it just can't like there's 17 films coming out Right, which means that say we're talking about a, a household of two people. There's 17 films coming out, which means that there's more than one a month. A family of two in New York City to go to the movie theaters, it costs them at least thirty dollars on tickets,
1: mm-hmm. which is just tickets.
0: double the price of HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So, say a family of two goes to see one movie a month, which I don't think is unreasonable, on no. a single movie a month. They're spending 30 times 12. You're talking three hundred and sixty dollars, right? Mm-hmm uh one year of HBO Max is going to be fifteen times twelve, which is uh hundred hundred seventy dollars, mm-hmm. right? So you're literally talking about less of, less than half of what you would be spending on a typical year of the yeah. movies. they it's a little more than hundred seventy dollars. That's bad math, but it's 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 like uh, it's about two hundred dollars.
1: It's fine. I bought it. I was like, yeah, you're,
0: sure. you're literally knee capping your in your income. Mm-hmm right there and that's assuming the only thing you're making is movies Mm -hmm. but you're not you're not just making movies you're making all these tv shows you're making green lanterns you're making titans you're making like you're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars and you are taking away the way that you make money yeah i don't understand
1: i i don't either i'm very confused by it and i like i wonder if you know um like, in the industry, like, people are going to be upset with Warner Brothers. They're for doing... furious. Well, but, yeah. But, they're, they're, they're,
0: they're, like, they're movie theaters. Not, Warner... not
1: the theaters. I mean, like, other, like, production companies. If they're going to be like, guys, like, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of a dick move. You know, like if Disney yeah. is like, oh, that was a really crappy thing to do. We're going to try to help the theaters and maybe they'll make a deal with their movies. You know what I mean? Because Disney has money. They're fine.
0: Well, and it's like Universal <laughs> just negotiated with the movie theaters to be like, we're going to have a 31 day window. Yeah. So like there are other companies that are trying to negotiate in ways that they're, they're not totally screwed themselves, but <laughs> that helps the, the, the movie theaters get to stay open. This one wasn't negotiated with the theaters. They just made a decision on their own. I'm not and, and look I'm also gonna be very clear I am not sure that they actually can do this I I don't I don't I don't yep. know yeah like I don't know if they actually can make this decision without some sort of agreement from the movie theaters yeah and it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the coming weeks yeah because if there is any legal Avenue that the theater chains have they're going to pursue it oh god yeah and it's going to get gross
1: yeah it, it's it just immediately will. guys
0: um Uh, Rebel Trooper says, does it cost more for Warner to put movies in theaters? It doesn't it doesn't, well, yeah. It's not
1: that it, like, they pay money, it's that they, like, lose more money because part of it goes to the theater instead of just directly into their pockets, if I'm right.
0: Yes, but that's ticket sales. Yeah. Like, Like, they don't
1: pay the movie theaters.
0: Well, right. sometimes they do. Oh,
1: sometimes they do. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I just assume there's there always so, like a split.
0: Every like, there, honestly, it's so complicated. It comes down to movie to movie. You know what I mean? Like sometimes gotcha, you pay to have your movie in theaters. Sometimes you have make agreements where if your movie doesn't make a certain amount, you'll pay out to the theater to have it on the screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Dr. dispatch says if the movie theaters refuse those films and it means contract violations. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be. I th- Honestly, this is so complicated. I don't think yep. Warner Brothers is uh, truly prepared for how complicated this is going to be because mm-hmm. they don't look like the good guys right now, and they yeah. they're behaving as if they are. They're like, "Look at us! Look at how kind we are, providing films to the masses." And a lot of people are looking at them going, "We're not. You're a dick. We're not dumb. We My see f- what you're doing. Like, yeah. And but okay. And 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 to, let's take let's take the movie theaters out of it. And you know, I love movie theater experiences. So like. I'm, I'm slightly biased. I, I will agree to that. Mm-hmm. There is a very real thing going on for Warners here where they have made all these movies that have to come out and this might be the only avenue. They might be genuine about that one-year thing. They might be like, guys, we have to put these movies out because we have to keep making movies. Like, we can't just hold production and put all these out in 22, 2022. We have to put them out next year. This is the only way to make them even slightly viable for us so that we don't go under. But it's a one-year thing. And if they had come out with that attitude, I think that this would have gone better. I really think that if yeah. Warner Brothers had come out and been like, look, 2021 has put us on our ass. This is the only way that we're going to survive. And we know that it sucks. It's going to be a really tough year for the movie theaters. It's going to be a really tough year for us. It's going to be a tough year all around. But we hope that you'll stick with us. And we hope that you'll check out HBO Max if you want to see the movies live. Um, but we, and, and Warner Brothers, I think their, start, their statement should have included, and I don't think it did. We would prefer it if you went and saw our movies in theaters. Yeah. Instead of this, like, but we're so grateful to be providing you with the wonderful experience of paying to watch it at home.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. Like.
0: Dark Dispatch is saying reducing how much they pay actors and directors because they lower the box office take. I don't know. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's 100% going to happen.
1: It's going to be a problem. Look at what
0: happened to actor salaries when they moved to when television moved to Netflix and HBO. And, like, streaming, streaming, streaming sucks streaming getting booking a streaming job as an actor is pennies on the dollar compared to a, tele, a a network television show yeah pennies even the extras like uh when I was when I was doing an ex, extra work in New York City and I would work on a Netflix show I would make like sixty dollars less on my eight hour minimum like literally like a full sixty dollars less mm-hmm. I because I, I'd usually make like 175 and I'd make like 115 on a Netflix show so if you really think about it like that's like over uh, that's like forty percent of my enti- my day. Mm-hmm. It was wild.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really, <clears throat> really tragic. Um,
0: uh, Chomsky lives says corporations have a fiduciary obligation to maximize short term profits. Long term strategies are uh, irrelevant in monopoly capitalism.
1: Chomsky, th- I don't,
0: I don't agree with that.
1: It, well, uh, I mean, that's kind of what it seems like. It is with they, with Warner Brothers.
0: <laughs> I don't think that this is about profit, though.
1: You don't think that they're just trying to like no,
0: because they're going to lose money on this. They're 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 one hundred percent like this is this is a this is a they're they're trying to put a bandaid on a on a wound a chest wound like this isn't this isn't short term profits. They're they're going to lose money on this and they know it. They're losing money on Warner on uh, Wonder Woman and they know it. They they should have said the first six months of the year. They just should have, and then maybe extended it for the second six months if they had to. But well, they, yeah, I think... Yeah, Dark Dispatch uh, says in the chat, seems it's about reducing expenses, not profits, because they're not going to make money on this. There's no way.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like they are trying to make HBO Max a thing, and, like...
0: It, <laughs> it's not going to be a thing, Gretchen.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> We're pulling from Mean Girls. I see how it is. Um, it, <sighs> I. I honestly can't say that I truly understand it.
0: Um yeah, I don't know that. Yeah,
1: it it's I think like they look bad. I think it's a bad move on their part like for the like like you said they're going to lose money. Like it's just they I don't understand what the positive is for HBO right now. Like for Warner Brothers subscribers.
0: Um, I mean, the positive is going to be subscribers.
1: Well, that's what I mean. That's why it seems like they just have like strict tunnel vision for HBO Max and nothing else.
0: Yeah, and but like in my mind I'm like, how many more people are gonna sign up for HBO Max to watch Godzilla vs. Kong? You know what I mean? Like if you like I and look, I will, you know what I mean? Like uh, but I'm that guy. Yeah. You know? But I will already be on the service because of Justice League. I'll already be on the service. It, once it's in Canada, obviously it's not here yet, but yeah. I'll you already be on the service for One Woman. Like some of these films and like Godzilla vs. Kong is a bigger draw than some. There's some of these seventeen films, I'm like, that's not even it's not gonna draw free to max. Like no one's gonna subscribe to watch that day one.
1: Yeah,
0: they'll if they already have it, they might watch it. Um,
1: yeah, I get. I guess I don't know. I yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like I'm gonna go watch that. <laughs> <But, laughs> yeah, I, I just I wouldn't I don't know. like.
0: I also wonder. I wonder because Crave has HBO Max stuff in Canada. I wonder if Crave. Be, the, the the weird thing about this whole deal is that Canada sits in a weird position in it. Um. Because we're so adjacent to the United States, because we're yep. part of the domestic box office of the United States, it is we, we have a weird place in all of this, mm-hmm. and I do wonder if we'll have access to the online somehow, or if we won't. Probably not, but it would be nice. Because there's there's definitely stuff that, like, I don't need to see in theaters.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Especially right now when, like, income is...
1: Yeah, well, you know, we need to be careful where we spend our money.
0: That might actually be another part of it, though. There might be a part of Warner Brothers that's thinking, like, you know what? Even if the movie theaters were open right now, the economy is going to be tough and people aren't going to have the additional go. income to go to the movies. Maybe. Like, but they'll, they'll have $15 a month for HBO Max. Yeah, maybe. I... It might look, and here's the thing it, I know that I'm being harsh on Warner Brothers. Because it feels, it, it feels really sh- crappy to me yeah. that they didn't consult the movie theaters beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what makes it feel the most like a uh, kind of a weird back move. Yep. It's also that they were the ones who had them open for tenant. Those two things make this feel kind of gross to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Having said that, I do acknowledge they're in an impossible position. And like, no, there, there's no good way out of what's going on right now for anyone making content. Mm-hmm. This is a tough time, and I can totally respect that. And I I, I I am being harsh, but I'm being harsh because it feels like they're doing this without considering the other people involved. Yeah. Um and they're just like this is what we're going to do and you're all going to deal with it.
1: Yeah, it's um, like that's not like like And That's so
0: crap. So I I want to throw I don't want to I don't want to be completely harsh on them, right? Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, like <laughs> this, this news was upsetting to me and I, I don't, I don't know how to reconcile those two things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like, it, it's, it's tough right now. It feels bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Like it
1: feels bad. And I, I really feel for movie theaters, you yeah. know, like we're all just trying to like get by and survive this pandemic and like, they are getting screwed so hard.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, the, the part the biggest problem was August these studios said you're getting mulan you're getting like even War- disney was in on that you're getting mulan and yeah. then as soon as tenet didn't well well you're not getting mulan anymore like the movie studios really put these movie theaters in a position do you remember that video we watched over the summer of the um the guy the movie theater owner just destroying that mulan sign the day that they and disney announced they were pulling it like and that was like a that was an independent cinema owner in france like th- these decisions have these rippling effects but and you know AMC is trying to sell two hundred million shares of its stock to raise eight hundred forty-four million dollars so that it can survive. Yeah, AMC's stock on this announcement dropped seventeen percent yesterday. Every single yeah. stock dropped, but AMC, a company that is the largest chain owner in the United States, is the most proliferated chain across the country. Dropped seventeen percent, and they they are desperately trying to survive. Yeah. And I just I don't you know our friend North Trooper in the chat's talking about how hard it is right now. Uh, he's an incredible yeah. photographer, and he's like I just want to create. And North Trooper, I get it. Like we're yeah. stage actors. <laughs> <laughs> We've become like Twitch broadcasters because this this is the only way to kind of do what we love doing. But yeah, yeah, and like, it, this is a tough time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, it just it's just a real dick move on HBO, like on Warner Brothers' yeah. part to to do this without any regard for how it affects other people like
0: without even a warning
1: no yeah you didn't
0: even let that you didn't even reach out to the movie theaters and let them know that this was coming
1: we're in the middle of a pandemic you could have some human decency and at least tell them you know what i mean like we all need we are all in this together we all need each other to like we you know we need to back each other up and support one another and like support the arts please (laughs) please for the love of god but you know what i mean it's 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 just such a shady thing. Yeah, yeah I'm not. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. Yeah. That's a no from me.
0: That's a no from me, dog. <laughs> in the famous words of
1: <laughs> Randy Jackson. <laughs> ja-
0: Randy Jackson from American Idol. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, great show! Great show.
0: Should we move on to other news? Sure. I feel like I feel like we've said just about everything that needs to be said about this.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I personally am hoping to see One Woman in theaters. I would like to support a local theater here yeah. in Toronto and see the movie the way that it should be seen. Yeah. Um, Even though it is uh, over two and a half hours, which I was surprised to see. Oh, it's gonna be a long one.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh boy.
0: Okay. Uh, Chomsky lives uh, says, uh, "I loved your earlier point about unions fighting back. It's historically the only counterbalance to corporate co- control and profiteering." Chomsky, I really hope SAG-AFTRA steps in on this one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, SAG-AFTRA is literally just trying to stay alive right now. So they
1: are also floundering. Yeah. Which is you know, I, why I hope
0: this it. Is... I hope that the SAG-AFTRA, the DGA, the WGA. I hope that these companies, uh, these unions. Uh, and and full disclosure, I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA. Uh, I am I'm a card carrying member. I uh, pay my dues and so I that I do come from that position, but I do hope that they do something to um to to help the movie theaters out because I I think that actor profits are going to drop significantly if this becomes how the industry works. Yeah. And it's gonna hurt all actors in all movies forever.
1: It's already tough to be an actor, so What? No,
0: it's so easy. <laughs> Don't you see the um the, the acting that we are doing right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, a- acting, one of those, like, get-rich-quick jobs, for since, sure.
0: Since we're talking about streaming services, we've had some... We- we've It's been a weird week, um, because earlier in this week, we were talking about an Instagram post from uh celebrity, actress, yep. wonderful star of Bumblebee, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, she
1: <clears throat> tweeted...
0: She she posted on Instagram and used a bow and arrow emoji, and so everyone was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God, is she Kate Bishop? Because everyone is pretty sure she's Kate Bishop. Yeah. She's Kate Bishop. Yeah, we have she, set photos.
1: Yeah, she's there. She's doing the thing, like literally. We
0: don't post set photos uh, on the show. We only show um, officially released things. But if you want to find them, you can go find them yourself. But yeah, there's video of her. She's definitely Kate Bishop. Why? Yeah. Why Disney hasn't just announced it? Like they're filming right now I in don't New know. York City. Why like, they haven't announced it is so weird. I know.
1: Maybe they just don't care. They're like we're we're dealing with other stuff right
0: now. Maybe they thought it would be fun for it to come out and set photos. But honestly, like if they had just put out. A photo of her in costume officially first I think it would have gotten more buzz this kind of weird like wait what the hell's going on thing yeah maybe we're they like... were <laughs> maybe they had two actresses in quarantine and they were like whichever one of you tests negative for covid gets to be kate bishop
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> it's now competition <laughs> it's the hunger games but instead of killing each other you just sit in a hotel room and wait for your test to come back um that's awful. But uh in in addition to uh Haley Steinfeld, we got some really fun casting news for the Hawkeye show um on Disney Plus. Vera Farmiga. Do you know who Vera Farmiga is? I do not. I'm not surprised. She's she's in a lot of horror stuff. Oh um, but she is one of the most amazing performers alive. Uh and oh. I say that because of her role in the television show Bates Motel. She plays oh, yeah. Nora Bates. What what's her? Oh my god, I don't remember her. She she plays the lead, Mrs. Bates, mm-hmm. um, uh, the mother to um, no Norman Bates, right? I'm I'm forgetting names, but uh, her performance in Bates Motel is one of the greatest television performances of all time. Um, it really is. Like it's like, it's stunning. It's right. I think she should have won an Emmy every single year for that show. It's so 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 good Bates Motel mm-hmm. is a show is just freaking incredible um but Vera Farmiga has been tapped by Marvel to play um uh Haley's uh, uh, Kate Bishop's mother
1: oh fun yeah
0: which is cool freaking casting I love Vera Farmiga
1: that'll be fun honestly
0: she uh, that that's what I'm most excited for about this show now
1: <laughs> nothing else just that <clears throat> oh my god, my voice died.
0: It's a Hawkeye show, and all I care about is Hawkeye's mom, Norma Bates. Oh, I was right.
1: Mm.
0: And I then his you said Norma But but it's Norma and Norman. Yeah, I think that's right.
1: That's very confusing. Why would you do that?
0: <laughs> because they're psycho. Makes sense. <laughs> I love that show so much. It's okay. so good. Uh, Norma, Norma Bates, uh, no spoilers, but in the final season of that show, the shit they do. <laughs> oh boy. It's so good. I freaking love Oh my. Um, but yeah, so she's gonna, they're, they're bringing in some top tier talent even, um, in, uh, even in these like kind of like non-lead roles. Mm-hmm. Like Vera Farmiga is like a movie star. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's in the, the, the Conjuring movies with Patrick Wilson.
1: Oh, I think um, I've seen the Conjuring.
0: Oh, have you? Then you've yeah. seen, I'm pretty sure she that you've seen Vera Farmiga then.
1: Have you seen that? No, maybe it wasn't The Conjuring. Is The Conjuring one of the like haunted house movies? Yeah. Okay, I might have seen it. I might have been forced to go watch it.
0: One of the haunted house movies?
1: Yeah, it takes place in the house. Sure. Is that the one where they, is that the one where they find the bodies in the walls? Maybe. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time, guys.
0: You just got so, you just got way too excited about bodies in walls.
1: No, like I, you don't like
0: horror, but you were like, "Is no, she? No,
1: I was, do they have the
0: bodies in the walls?" No,
1: no, I was excited about remembering. That
0: was, that was like a dog who just like heard like the sound of like food being poured into the bowl. You just were like, "Huh? huh? Scooby Snack?"
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what just happened. I don't even know if I'm talking about the right movie, but it's great. <laughs>
0: In other Marvel news, um, the uh, uh, Sony Channel Latino America which is a legit channel with 182,000 subscribers promoting things for Sony in Latin America, posted an unofficial news blast of sorts. Uh, This is from comicbookmovie.com. And the direct translated the text within, which reads, Who is your favorite Spider-Man? You don't have to choose. In the Marvel multiverse, anything can happen. And in Spider-Man 3, it is very possible you will see everyone. Yes, the three Peter Parkers saving the world together. So, apparently... Uh, (laughs) Sony Latin America might have just spoiled that Tobey Maguire and, um, Andrew Garfield are in this movie. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, which is interesting, because the same thing happened with, um, Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka Tano in Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, it was spoiled by an Indian Disney Plus account on Twitter. Right. And so it seems like these international accounts maybe are not getting the, like, don't spoil (laughs) things. That, uh, they didn't read uh, the memo that morning yeah
1: yeah um <laughs> That seems like a pretty big like i don't know I, I i don't know how that stuff works but like you would think
0: mm-hmm.
1: that i don't i
0: um in in, in other recent news uh, uh, relating to this zendaya was recently asked about it uh while filming Spider Man 3 and she said that she cannot confirm nor deny that they're in the movie so i'm gonna assume they're in the movie yeah
1: because At this point, I think we have enough evidence.
0: Sony Channel Latin Amer- Latino America says they are. Um, here's my question: How pissed do you think Kevin Feige is that he has to work with Sony right now?
1: Um, I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: he's running he's running the MCU for Disney, and like he has to have this deal with Sony. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they they need it, and Sony keeps doing things that he's like, guys, like I have a plan. <laughs> yeah. I've got all the chess pieces ready to move, and then suddenly you're like, pawn to E5. And he's like, god damn it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's... Chess uh, references
0: are good now, right? Because of Queen's Gambit. Everyone likes chess references now? Yeah,
1: that's how it works. It's in the cultural mindset. (laughs) Chess. Um, Yeah, I kind of feel bad for him. (laughs) Like, because I'm sure that this was not his plan.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't no, like,
1: no, yeah, this account is going to, like, pretend to spoil it, but it, you know, we're actually going to want them to. Like, no. Somebody screwed up. <clears throat> Somebody didn't get the memo. There was a miscommunication. Um, But now we know. So, like, that's cool.
0: Now, now, now we know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I, I think that Tobey <laughs> Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back is, is, is just fun. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean?
0: Like, it, Spider-Man is the kind of universe where you can pull that off. Oh, yeah. You know, it, Three uh two Peter Parkers, and then Andrew Garfield. Um, okay. Wow. No, no, I'm kidding. That was a joke. I liked the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I just, the whole time I was kind of like, God, Peter Parker's really hot. Yeah. Like, that, that was the, I was like, Peter Parker is, like, the most attractive person in this school. Well,
1: and that, like, I mean, not in the movie, but, like, when you watch him in interviews with, like, his accent, you're like... Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
0: anytime they're like, "Oh, Peter, you dork," and I'm like, "He's, he's a the least model,
1: dorkiest person I think I've ever witnessed."
0: He's so attractive.
1: Yeah, the only like less dorky person is like, I don't know,
0: Joe Manganiello, Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger. Like, you know what I mean? Like
0: in in the original Spider-Man movie, they put they put Joe Manganiello as Flash Thompson. Which worked because Tobey Maguire and like Joe Manganiello was a man. That's like beefcakey man, just, just in a big old frame. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Peter Parker's kind of a dork next to that guy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to put someone like, <laughs> unless you're gonna throw like Chris Hemsworth against Andrew Garfield. Like, yeah. Andrew Garfield just looks, he's like a tall, fit, attractive. Dude with Gray great hair. hair. Yeah. Great hair. How did that hair fit in the Spider-Man mask? I
1: don't. How
0: how Sony, I need I need one of those visual dictionaries and I need it to explain in detail how his hair fits into the Spider-Man mask. It's very important to <laughs> these me. These
1: are the things we need to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these are these are the questions that <laughs>
1: <laughs> Truly, I need to know. I need to know how his hair fit in there.
0: I I need it. I need it in my life. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. This is going to be a great movie. I'm excited.
0: I am I'm similarly excited. I'm not going to lie. Um, speaking of uh, Spider-Man, there's a game out.
1: There is a game.
0: Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. That is a game you can play on the PS5. Uh-huh. And this next story is about the PS5. How How'd you like that segue?
1: That was very clean. We
0: got there. We got very there. Clean. It's yeah. like a winding river. Um, <laughs> CEX, the uh, UK-based distributor of video game consoles has uh, come under fire lately because they are selling their consoles at a 100% markup. Um, They are, uh, you can currently walk into a CEX and sell your PS5 to them for 650 euros, which is more than the console is actually worth. And then they will turn around and sell it back to somebody else for 815 euros. So a like store is getting in on the scalping game kind of. Uh, and eight hundred fifteen euros is about double the price of a PS Five. So th- th- the reason they've come under backlash is the employees of the store are actually coming out and saying that they are uncomfortable with this. That they don't yeah. they don't like dealing with people coming in and being like, wait, why is the system twice the price?
1: Yeah, I would hate that. Yeah, I would feel so bad. There there has to be some kind of legality where like a store can't like resell a console for, like, more than a certain
0: amount. No, they absolutely can. The EB Games has been doing it for years.
1: Yeah, but at least, the, like, the EB Games ones are, like, more reasonably play- priced than Double.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't mark up that much, but well, there's there's I nothing mean. that stops them from reselling at whatever the market price is. Because, like, the, you can't use, you can't, like, you can't tell someone that they can't charge whatever they want. If it's, if it's not new, CX can't sell a new PS5 for that price because of MSRP, um, but they can sell a used console for twice the price.
1: What the hell? So they
0: can sell you a console, you can sell it back to them and make money, and then they can then they can sell it for twice the price and they can make more money off of it. So honestly, this could open up a scam where they just sell to an employee, the employee sells it back to them for a profit, and then they sell it publicly for 815 euros. If they uh, can get their hands on a PS five. That's the that's the tricky well, part here. Yeah, but.
1: I mean like how many people are selling their PS fives right now? But... That seems
0: to be the only they, they they seem to be the only retail in the UK that seems to have rotating stock. And it's because people seem to be taking advantage of this because they're like, I'll sell it for um uh, yeah, the Richard Sim seven says the MSRP is man manufacturer's suggested retail price. Thank you for that, Richard. Um the this is it's very interesting and it's shady as hell.
1: To sell a PS5, do you have to, like, have an agreement, to, like, like, well, I don't know. I guess pawn shops that are a thing, so that, that doesn't really work. But I was just like, if you were Sony, wouldn't you only want, like, licensed retailers, like, selling your stuff?
0: Well, yeah, because right Sony? now they're only sending new stock to licensed retailers. Like, they're not sending PS5s to just anybody.
1: Yeah. Are they sending this store new ones as well? Like are I they part of the don't
0: know actually if I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I don't have the answer to that question. Just very confused. But yeah, it's uh you know you have a problem when your employees in the store are going, Hey, we don't wanna we don't wanna do this.
1: Yeah, I would be so uncomfortable. Be like, yeah, this PlayStation is twice the price if you want it used already. Like
0: Well but it's working. People are buying them.
1: I'm sure they are. Yeah. Like I, I like I have no doubt, but still
0: Yeah. It's just wild. the 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 way in which um, this this is all going down, the, the the way the scalping market has completely changed console sales is so nuts. Cause I remember. Yeah.